Hello and welcome to the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real brides looking for real advice. Welcome to our new littlest love of episodes, the bonus edit. Um, These new episodes that we are releasing every Thursday will give you all the tips, tricks and quick links that you didn't even know you needed in your wedding planning journey. So today on the show, we'll be answering three questions, or shall I say, Laura is our wedding expert, so she'll be answering the questions from our gorgeous listeners that all relate to your suppliers and how to get the best of what you can. So the who, the how, and the when. So our first question is from Molly, and she lives in Perth, and her question is, which supplier do I book first? Can I book suppliers without a wedding date? Who is the most important to book first? So over to you, Laura. Hi, Andy. So I suppose the first supplier that you can book is either your planner, if you're choosing to have a planner, or your venue. Most planners will encounter about 80% of their clients booking before they've even got a confirmed wedding day. This is generally because booking a planner from the get-go, like the very first point of your journey, is where you'll gain the most benefit from their services, you know, But from there, your venue's up next. So you won't be able to secure a band or a photographer or your celebrant if you don't have a date to secure them with. So this is generally the starting point. As to who's most important, well, it's kind of up to the individual couple. I mean, one couple could be desperate to get married at a certain venue. um, So they'll probably only select dates that their venue can work around for them um, or that they're open for. Um... Or if, you know, you've got a photographer, then if you've got a certain one that you you know that you want, then you're going to have to be really careful as to when you inquire to book them too, because some of them travel internationally. Um, so you need to work around the dates that they're actually in, in the country. Um, you know, when planning your budget, I think, and decisions on your suppliers, you're just going to want to invest and book in those that make the biggest impact for you. You know, the ones that will define how your wedding day will will look and will feel. So, you know, for example, for myself, I knew that it was food and alcohol. And for anybody that knows me well, they understand that that's the most important, consistent in my life. Um, and my husband was set on a really large band. So um, I really cared about the service for guests and the serenity of the location too. So we chose to get married at Stone's. We booked that at the very beginning and we vested a huge portion of our budget into the area. And like when I think back at what we invested per head, you know, seven years ago, it's actually, yeah, it, it was a big and a confronting investment at the very beginning. And I think that's what people find hard is the catering or the venue is one of the suppliers that they book first. And it's generally one of the biggest invoices that you'll receive. So it's really intimidating, um, you know, the rest of our suppliers and the rest of a couple of suppliers with them can be booked based on the availability openings and based off recommendations for other suppliers. So I just sort of think you need to choose wisely and surround yourself with suppliers that you click with um, because it will make, you know, the process and the lead up to your wedding day so much more amazing. If you click with suppliers that make you feel good So I wouldn't say that there's the important ones to book first and they're not all the same for every couple, um, but there's definitely the ones that are necessity to book earlier than normal. Okay, great. Thank you for that. Um, What I thought we could do is perhaps um, we might pop up a link to um, 
a wedding plan made simple on our stories for this episode. So um, keep an eye out on the You and Me podcast um, and we'll actually write this plan down for you. So who you need to book in first, second and third. So just a reminder um, what Laura just said. So book your planner in um, or your venue first. So that's, you know, they're the things that tend to book out really quickly um, and then go with your primary vendors of what's really important for you. So whether that be, you know, you really have your heart set on food, you and your um, partner are real foodies, you might really look into booking that caterer first and then, um, you know, if you want amazing photos or videographer, then you book them next and then you go to your secondary vendors, which is kind of, you know, those other things like the hair, the makeup, um, the baker, the florist and things like that. Um, so I love how you've kind of tidied that up, um, but do check out the You and Me podcast Instagram and we will put up a wedding plan um you know, photo. So you can screenshot that and keep it with you if you're a little bit confused. Um, Okay. Our next question, it is from Erin and Erin is from Queensland. And her question is, am I being too picky with my supplier choice? Why can't I find anyone I absolutely love? Oh, or Erin? <laughs> That's a hard question. I think um, you need to be super wary that you can't have it all and it all can't be everything. So look, social media is an incredible tool for business. I mean, it it is what makes a lot of businesses turn over at the moment. Um, connection, you know, social media is great for inspiration, but it also can give off a really false view sort of like when you look at a celebrity and can't understand why their skin is so flawless and then you realize that it's been photoshopped. So I just like to remind people and especially clients of mine, I do it all the time, but what you see online is not always what is real and the things that you may like or you may love the look of potentially um, could be a curated image for just the gram and not actually an actual setting that's achievable for a wedding day. So for creative suppliers, I suggest not to book them on price or on deal, um, but on what your vibe is and what your talent is. So creative suppliers are really important ones not to shop around for. If you like the look of someone, get in contact with them. And rather than ask for their price list, maybe ask to work with them on how you can achieve what you're thinking of, but within the budget that you may have. Because going somewhere else just because they've got a deal or an offering or a package or a super cheap is not necessarily going to end in the result that you were hoping for. You know, if you're finding it really hard to decide on a supplier, then I'd suggest you also take a little break. You know, it's wedding planning's hard and wedding planning's long. And so if you need to reset your mind or reset your thinking and remember why you're getting married and what the most important things are on your wedding day, taking a little bit of a break, taking a week off, not talking about it for just a little bit is going to take the pressure off you both because wedding block is a real thing and it's really hard to push through. So yeah, take that break and drink a glass of wine and come back to it later <laughs> if you can't choose. <laughs> All right. And our last question is from our listener, Sophie. And Sophie lives in actually Toronto, Canada. And her question is, how do I plan a wedding and choose suppliers as someone who hasn't been to many weddings before? That's It's funny, isn't it? Because you don't 
you, you don't actually hear many people that don't go to weddings very often because we are getting married a little bit later in life. We're not necessarily 21 and moving out of home for the first time. Most of us have, you know, done a lot more things before getting married than we could have 20 years ago. So most people have been to a few weddings before, but if you haven't, as rabbit hole-ish, if that's that's a really bad thing, to, that doesn't even really sound very good. But to go down the rabbit hole of Instagram and Pinterest is really good. But then at the same time, you've got to be really careful. So for something like this and not knowing what suppliers are good and not knowing what you think you actually want, then this is the time to really get on and stalk your suppliers on social media and go through their reviews and go through their websites and Instagram pages and say for entertainment, go through all their live shows or if you know, you're in a part of the world that can actually get out and see live gigs at the moment, go and see them live if they offer that. Um, if you're searching for a supplier such as entertainment or ask for a sample pack um, from stationary suppliers so that you can see the actual work in a physical product. Doing all those little things um, first before booking suppliers will give you a really good idea of what you think you might have wanted and what you actually are going to end up going with. It's almost like trying on a wedding dress. You know, some people go into the wedding dress fittings thinking that they want a dress that makes them look like a princess and that's this beautiful over-exaggeration of chul and it's just amazing, but then they put it on and it's actually not what they need or what their body shape looks the best in or they might just feel completely overdone. So the same thing goes for all your suppliers as well. You might think that you want an eight-piece band, but then you you listen to them and you don't get the same vibe as what you were thinking in your head. So do your research, um, get really deep in their Instagram, always read reviews. I mean, you can't base your opinions off reviews, but, you know, read them and see what they say. And if there's a consistent message coming out, of comments about this particular supplier and it resonates with kind of why you would particularly want to hire them, then you you know that you're on the right track. Um, you don't have had to have gone to a thousand weddings to know what's good and what's not. Sometimes it's even better because then you're not overloaded with choice and you just get to make the decision that's really right for you as a couple um, and not having too many options is not necessarily a bad thing. Well, thank you, Laura, for all the advice. Um, so if you have a question or you would like our advice, simply record your message um, and you can do this via voice memo on your iPhone or a video um, and slide on in to our Instagram DMs, which is um, the You and Me podcast, or you could email us your voice memo at hello at the you and me podcast dot com. Thanks for listening. Bye.